You're listening to Manifest with Sarah Prout, and that's exactly what we're going to do together. I'm a best-selling author and a manifestation and law of attraction expert. I've been teaching manifestation now for well over a decade, and I've inspired millions of people all over the world on topics and themes such as emotional empowerment, intuitive wisdom, and heart-based healing. So each week, I'll deliver you a brand new dose of inspiration and motivation to remind you that you have the power to create your own reality. Let's connect with the universe, activate the law of attraction, and manifest your dreams. Thank you so much for being here with me right now. Let's get started. Hello there and welcome back to the Manifest Your Best Life podcast. It is so great to be here with you today. I hope that whatever you have going on in your life today is bringing you happiness or a sense of peace. And if you do happen to be feeling, you know, (laughs) a little bit of anxiety rising up, just know that that is perfectly normal and that this time, our time together, listening to this podcast is your safe space. It's your safe space to fill up again so that you can then give to the world in your own unique way. Now, I'm not sure whether I've ever expressed this before, but I record these podcasts in quite an unconventional way. Now, you you may have been a listener now of the show for the last few years, which I know a few million of you have. And what's so interesting is that I've never actually told you guys my process. I used to do interviews a few years ago and they just, they didn't feel right to me. It always felt like someone just wanted to be on the show to promote their program or to talk about their next book, which was fine, but it didn't feel like it was the platform that I wanted to create for you guys, which was an avenue for me to share what's going on in my heart so that you can manifest your best life. Now, what that looks like, is up to you. It looks so different for so many different people. I love to teach my students to define abundance on your own terms, right? So your form of abundance could be having like a giant suitcase full of cash. And let's just say there's $3 million of cash in a suitcase, which would be awesome. (laughs) Or your version of abundance is that your vegetable garden is growing and you've got the most beautiful, magnificent tomatoes that you're going to pick off the vine and put in your salad for dinner. Both are equally important and you get to define them on your own terms. This is the beauty of being a human that You get to lead by example. You get to lead with love, which brings me to the topic of today's show and also to let you know how I record these episodes and why they're so important to maybe take me for a walk with you or download and save for later or share with a friend because the energy encapsulated in these transmissions are designed to activate inspiration inside your heart so that you're going to take action. You're going to build momentum towards the manifestation of your desires. So I record these podcasts very intuitively. (laughs) Some people would say it's channeling. I don't feel comfortable with that because I feel like channeling is a very personal thing. And although, you know, wink, wink, (laughs) I do channel, I don't broadcast it, right? There's a lot of things that do come down filtered through my, my guides, my, you know, whatever 
name you have for God or source energy or the universe or your higher self, but it's hard to identify where it comes from sometimes and just trust that it's from my own unique voice and from my own considered perspective. Okay. So what I'm going to dive into today is a really interesting topic that I felt intuitively guided to share with you. And today it is this, alchemize your fear into faith. Now, the, uh, the alternative title that I was thinking of is Turn Your Pain Into Power, which uh, that feels like it's been done over and over and over again, right? Turn your pain into power. And it seems like it's not honoring the process, but alchemizing, the, the process of alchemy is transmuting those lower frequency feelings or vibrations into higher ones right? Into ones that are a little bit more hopeful, are a little bit more uh, of a feel-good experience for you. Because as human beings, we all go through painful experiences. It's almost part of the, the required curriculum for being a human being, right? We go through pain. It is literally unavoidable. It's painful to be born. Think of that. Like your first experience of coming into the world as a newborn baby is actually quite a painful and frightening one. Uh, it is for the, the mother too, I'm sure. You know, I've, I've given birth four times. I know it's no walk in the park. But what I will say is that the things that happen in life when good thing, when bad things happen to good people, whether it is violence, whether it is you know, something awful that has happened to you. If, if you have been through any level of trauma, my heart goes out to you. I want you to know that first and foremost. But there's also things that you can do if you believe in, the, in a moment of awareness that your pain, the painful memories of the past, your inability to let go of the past is stopping you from moving forward to where you believe you should be, then this is the episode for you. And if you can think of anybody that this would be helpful or that they may benefit from listening to this, please feel free to send it to them as well, right? Share the love because the more people can awaken to their infinite potential and their capacity to heal, the better. So I'm going to give you, <laughs> I'm going to share some stories with you today, actually, that I feel a little bit awkward sharing publicly. And you guys, you know, many of you have read my book, Dear Universe, which documents, you know, a few bite-sized snippets of my overall story. But I've never really dived into some of the more specific details about some of the pain that I've been through throughout my life. And I actually go into really, really in-depth detail in my next book. And I can't tell you the name <laughs> and I can't tell you when it's coming out. But I can tell you that my publisher at St. Martin's Press or St. Martin's Essentials sent through the cover concept a few days ago, and it blew my mind if the concept and the theme and the overall branding for what I had envisioned was encapsulated into a book cover they hit the nail on the head. I cannot wait to share this with you. It is the most beautiful book cover I have ever seen. What I can tell you is that I'm not on the cover. <laughs> so if I was and I'd said all that stuff, it'd sound very conceited and egotistical that I'm not about that. But it is the most beautiful cover. I can't wait to share it with you. And the thing about this book is that it is really a love letter to pain. And how pain 
can alchemize into faith, into action, into forward motion into your life. And it's a reminder that just because bad things may have happened to you in your life, it's not an excuse to hold you back. It's actually an ex- it's actually a reason to be your best, to really step into your own power as a sovereign being. Because here's the thing about fear, right? Fear runs rampant. It is the most infectious feeling on the face of the planet. We live in a society right now. You just have to, oh my goodness, I could talk about this forever, but you just have to um, open up a newspaper if anyone still does that and, or open up your news feed and you'll be able to see something, a piece of content that is driven by fear much more than you can see content that is, has the intention to inspire and uplift you. And this is, this is quite a, a moment of awakening for humanity, a choice point, if you will, where you can choose fear, you can choose to not um, be aware of the issues that are going on or how you can help and contribute to the overall solution and the collective rising up of humanity, togetherness and unity, or you can, you can choose love. You can choose yourself. You can choose sovereignty. You can choose to develop your critical thinking skills. You can choose to uh, freedom. You can choose freedom. And this comes in so many different varieties and, and ways of showing up in the world. And it reminds me of one of my most favorite quotes by the Sufi poet Rumi, who once wrote, out beyond the field of right, out beyond the field of right doings and wrongdoings is a field or out beyond. <laughs> I've just totally screwed this up, which illustrates the quote out beyond right doings and wrongdoings is a field. I'll meet you there out beyond right doings and wrongdoings is a field. I'll meet you there. And this is something that is so important to approach social media, especially from the space of non-judgment, from the space of compassion from the space of remembering that you are a powerful manifester and the more you lend your energy to things that do not serve you, the more pain wins, the more fear wins. And so when you turn your heart to faith, when you connect with God, with the universe, with divine energy, and that reminder that you are a divine being, you are part of the omnipotent fabric of oneness, You remember your power. You remember that you're here and whatever they're talking about on the news or, you know, the the fear mongering that's going on is your opportunity to rise above it. This was a three sentence, three letter. Oh my God, I'm just making a mess of this today. A three word sentence that I received probably around 15, 16 years ago now. There were two sentences, and I've spoken about this before on the podcast. It was, number one, spend your energy wisely. So that means really pay attention to what you are offering your energy to. And then secondly, rise above it. Zoom out. There is not impending doom, right? You have the power. The most pivotal power, point of power that you have is right now in the present moment because the the future hasn't happened yet and the past is already gone 
And so it's important to move forward with the knowing that you are the creator of your own reality. Sovereignty is a word that you must have tattooed on your soul. You are a sovereign being. I'm going to be saying this so much more, so much more. You're going to hear me say this a lot because it's incredibly important that you stay grounded and true to your own beliefs, right? Um, I've seen in the last, what is it, 18 months now of the pandemic, my children don't go to regular school anymore. I have been a mother that had my, my two oldest children. My two oldest children went to traditional schools. Um, Thomas, he turns 20 next month. He went from prep, which is what they call it in Australia when you're about five years old, to 12th grade. He completed high school and it was a traditional education. But in the last 18 months or even before that, I could see that there was a different influence going into the school system. But it's a reminder. Now, I'm not saying by any means am I saying pull your kids out of school. You have to homeschool like me. This is my perspective, remember. Um, because not everybody can homeschool their kids, even though many people have had to homeschool their kids and strike that balance between work and homeschool. And I, I'm sure there's going to be gaps in levels of education, you know, in another 10 years when people figure out that there's like a full 18 months where these kids didn't get that consistent education that they needed. What I'm saying is that wherever you place your children, it's important that you bring awareness to what is infiltrating their mind. What are the, what are the beliefs that they are being shaped by, who they are becoming, right? My mom used to say that, you know, when you have a, you have a child until they're five and then you hand them over to the system. But what is that system? Do we even stop to think of that? And, and I, at the same time, I also want to bow my head with deep, the deepest of reverence for teachers out there, because there are incredible teachers that are in the classroom teaching these kids through the most difficult circumstances right now. And I, I don't want to discredit that either, but for me and my family, my need to get that, that feeling of flexibility and that feeling of autonomy and sovereignty was to guide my children myself. Well, <laughs> I'm the art teacher. I want to be clear about that. My husband is an angel. He is homeschooling the three children. Olivia is in an online school program and she does supplementary activities and Lulu and Ava, uh, they're incredible and they're excelling, but thankfully we have the time and the energy to put into that, which isn't as much time as you think it would be because for us, normal school right now just doesn't feel like the best option for us. So, so um, just wanted to be clear about that. Definitely not saying pull your kids out of school. Do what is best for you because you can also supplement. You, if your kids go to school from eight to two or three every single day, just remember that their education doesn't have to, to stop when they get home. My, another quote from my mom, my mom used to say, don't let school get in the way of your education, darling. <laughs> That's what she used to say. And it's right, you know, kids learn so much out of the classroom, you know, with extracurricular activities and things like that. But it is a way of navigating their life skills, which is super important. But when you're going through intense fear, 
right? Intense fear of the unknown, intense fear of things that haven't happened yet in your own life, whether you have kids or not. And I know I'm switching topics a bit here. But the best way to alchemize that fear is to meditate, is to get grounded in your body, is to move your body, honor your temple, nourish yourself with foods that are vibrant, that can contribute to your well-being and the strength of your body and strengthening your immune system. You want to make sure also that you're taking care of your nervous system, your sympathetic nervous system, parasympathetic nervous system, all of the 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 systems that support you you want to make sure that you're taking that time for yourself and if you've listened this far into the podcast this definitely counts as self-care time when you are learning when you're thinking about things from perhaps a different perspective or you are open to new ideas right so alchemize your fear into faith let's just say and i know so many of you are going through this right now let's just say you're afraid of not being able to pay your bills next month. And I know there's people listening from all over the world, from all different walks of life. And whether you've been going through lockdowns or, you know, things have been tough for you, my heart goes out to you. And let's just say you're afraid, which is a very real feeling when you're not sure how you're going to make those ends meet. How do you alchemize that into faith? Well, you must, and I mean must, Take the time to get clear about what it is that you want and what it is that you need. And then you have to make a plan. You have to take action, right? You guys know that I'm not just, <laughs> I'm not just spouting this stuff from, you know, from no experience. I, I literally, 13 years ago, I was a single mother living on welfare. I, and I've spoken about this time and time again, that I had less than $10 per day to pay the bills, keep a roof over my head and feed my two kids. And it, it was living below the poverty line. And the, the key thing that moved me forward during that time was my manifestation habits. It was gratitude. It was connection to the universe. It was trusting in the journey and that, you know, things would always that, that God would always provide a way that a miracle would always manifest when I needed it to. And it didn't, but I still held that belief because there were other times when it did. And that's what made it more, more sweet, if that makes sense, that everything always unfolds in perfect divine timing. But you also have to be willing not to be overly consumed by the fear because it snowballs when you're afraid of one thing, then you'll be afraid of another thing and another thing. And it's like, all of a sudden you need to tuck your arms into bed at night because you believe that there are alligators under the bed. I've written about this before. <laughs> That's how I felt because my mind and my imagination gets carried away, right? And my anxiety has been at an all-time high than it ever has been in the last 18 months. I can't even describe it to you. But what I will say is that I've done all of the things that help me to get out of my head and into my my body and into my heart and into the present moment. And part of that has been developing a love for exercise, which is something I never thought I would ever say. I've been doing this this challenge right now called 75 Hard, and I'm currently on day 59. I go into day 60 tomorrow. And two workouts a day, they both have to be 45 minutes. One has to be outside, no alcohol, no cheap meals, uh, sticking to a specific way of eating. And what I've noticed 
what I actually noticed in the first week was how my emotions alchemized. My anxiety was reduced. Now, I'm not saying do a 75 hard extreme exercise challenge like I am. Like you don't you don't have to do that if you want to. Totally cool. I'm all for that, but do your research before you begin. What I started with before I started this challenge was I just was doing 15 minute yoga sessions. I got myself a yoga mat. I got myself a Peloton subscription, not the bike. I just have the 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 app which I have on my TV. And they've got incredible yoga workouts. And what I noticed is that my trauma was transforming. And I I had so much residual funky energy after writing my latest book because it was emotional. It was so cathartic to get all of these things down on paper that I have never spoken about before publicly. And I got to, you know, I'm laying it all out here when I say that I'm a little nervous to share this book with the world because it's a journey. (laughs) Let me just leave it at that. It's a good book. You're going to love it. It's going to help you. I can't tell you what it's called yet. I will be talking about this book a lot over the next 18 months. Um, But as soon as I can, I will. I promise you that. What I will say though, is that there was like this residual energy of opening up these old wounds again and diving into the process of writing about them for the sake of helping the readers. And so that excavation process left me with a lot of residual energy that I had to alchemize. So I got on the yoga mat and I started doing these things called forward folds. Now, keep in mind, I couldn't even touch my toes back then. I wasn't flexible at all. And when I would do these forward folds, I'd find myself sobbing. I'd find myself just crying tears of grief, like unimaginable grief that was just going, pouring out of me and into the ground, so to speak. And I remember we went to on a trip to Sedona a few months ago. In fact, we're going on another one in in about 10 days now, which I'm so looking forward to. First time we went, it was incredible. And then the second time we went, there was this beautiful ranch style home that we stayed in and it had a meditation room out the back and there was a yoga mat in there and I did a meditation and again, the grief just poured out of me and it was like it it had grew roots and went into the ground and was like ex- excavated from my being, if that makes sense. But it was alchemizing, but it was giving it the opportunity to alchemize, which is the key takeaway point of this entire episode today. Give your grief, your anxiety, your fear, your concern, your worry, your doubt, give it space to alchemize into something else and then move that energy around. Tony Robbins says quite frequently that physiology changes psychology. And that works in a way as well when it comes to alchemizing your emotions, your fear, whatever you're going through. It is imperative that you give it the space to be processed, not trying to sweep it under the rug and pretend like it's not there and be all happy, happy, joy, joy. And I'm into self-help and personal development, but I'm not willing to face my shit. You have to face your shit to glow up, as they say, right? You have to do this. You're worthy. You are worthy. And that's why I'm a big fan of affirmations too, by the way, that you are worthy of healing your past. You're, you're worthy 
You are worthy of healing your pain. You are worthy of alchemizing your fear into faith, no matter what you are currently facing. There is no problem or issue or experience of trauma that is so big that it can't be eased with the power of love, with the power of the universe. I know it sounds cheesy and, you know, to those that, I I just hope it doesn't sound dismissive because that's not my intention. Take your time to grieve if you're going through loss. Take all the time you need. But when you can become aware that that time that you needed is carrying on just a little bit further, ask for help, ask for support. There's no shame in asking for support. This is what I love about the community around this show and around the various product offerings that I have online that there's always a community around it. There's always people that gather together to support one another because together we all rise up. This is our opportunity as a collective to remember that we have all of the tools that we need within us to transmute our energy into power, to transmute our fear, our concerns, our trepidation into faith you can spin it like gold and it's a beautiful thing to watch and witness and it's not something that's just one and done it's not like oh you know I I fixed myself it's a devotion to a daily practice a daily awareness that in each and every moment you have a choice point choose love choose fear and the beauty of that is that you get to choose So I I hope this transmission (laughs) was helpful for you today. If it was inspiring, if you learned something new today, please share it with your friends. I would love it if you could just take a screenshot of the episode, this episode that you're listening to and share it on social media and tag me. I am at Sarah Prout on Instagram. That's usually where I spend most of my time. And like I said, I can't wait to tell you more about my book. I I probably shouldn't even be talking about it this early on. We don't even have a release date, actual release date yet. But let me just say, I want to say this one more time. You are going to love the cover. It's going to be something you want to carry with you because it is so beautiful. Oh my gosh. It is, it is uh, my hat. My hat is off (laughs) to, to the design team at St. Martin's Essentials. Anyway. Thank you so much for being here with me today. It is always a pleasure to have this sacred time to be able to speak about things. And uh, in the next episode, I think I might be sharing some ghost stories. How does that sound? I have not spoken about this publicly before, and most people are going to be like, that's Sarah Prout. She's gone nuts. (laughs) But I can assure you, I have all my marbles (laughs) and... (laughs) I don't know, I'm getting the giggles right now. But I wanted to share with you the ghost stories that I experienced when I was a child and how they contributed to my path of intuition to this very day and how I got to where I am today. So tune into the next episode of Manifest Your Best Life. I can't wait to connect with you again very soon. Lots of love. Bye for now.